Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us toll-free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I really can't believe that, you know, what, what have I said about all these globalist organizations? I don't like them. You know, why, do, why are we involved in the Paris Accords uh, and we pay the bulk of monies like the idiots that we are, the suckers that we are, uh, and that that same agreement, they they classify uh, countries like China and India as developing countries. Why are we listening to the WHO propaganda arm for all things Chinese during the 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 COVID uh, pandemic that and they help them cover up and lie about? You know, why are we a part of the World Economic Forum? We don't need to be a part of it. Why are we a part of the U.N.? How many times over the years have I told you the United Nations is virulently anti-American and anti-Semitic? Well, it came out again today. You know, you have this idiot U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres is his name. I don't even know anything about this guy. But, you know, he comes out with this ridiculous statement. I'll read it and then play it for you. Excellencies, it is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum Stop right there. They plotted, planned, and schemed with the help of Iran, the worst terrorist attack in Israel's history, killing 1,400 and taking hundreds of hostages. They did it in the most brutal of ways. They killed innocent men, women, children, and even infants. And their brutality, a lot of it is caught on tape. As a matter of fact, you know, there was a a 43 uh, PowerPoint presentation that the IDF was showing the media, not that the media is ever going to be balanced. And then he starts talking about the Palestinian people have been subjected 56 years, suffocating occupation. Why are you rationalizing terrorism? This is the UN Secretary General for crying out loud. 
They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements, plagued by violence. No, the hostilities, be it, you know, ever since the U.N. partition plan, if you want to have it, it's it's it has been Israel that has been surrounded by hostility, attacks and enemies. And Israel has always had to fight for their their just their mere survival. And the fact that the the ignorance of of this body, you know, when you put countries like Iraq, Iran and others on the the human rights, you know, uh, committees and at the U.N., you know, there's something radically wrong. And America funding all these organizations, the WHO, the WEF, the United Nations. How about this? Why don't we give China a gift? Let them have the United Nations. They can have it. And let them pay the freight. And let them have the traffic problems. And let, let, let the world see China's pollution problems. Nothing, you know, so much more severe than anything that the U.S. has ever faced. You know, now they're out there parading hostages, holding you know, a Hamas terrorists holding little babies they're holding hostage, hostage videos being released. So they try to fend off, you know, an attack by by showing this. I am sorry. And and the Israeli ambassador, to their his credit, got out there and and said, excuse me, this U.N. secretary general needs to resign after this speech. Ambassador Gilad Erdan described this this speech as shocking for stating that the October 7th terror attacks by on Israel by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum and blaming Israel for occupation for 56 years, it, you know, completely void and ignorant of anything known as truth and facts or context and. It is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements and plagued by violence, their economy stifled, their people displaced, and their homes demolished. Their hopes for a political solution to their plight have been vanishing. Excellencies, even war has rules. We must demand that all parties uphold and respect their obligations under international humanitarian law. Take constant care in the conduct of military operations to spare civilians and respect and protect hospitals and respect the inviolability of UN facilities which today are sheltering more than 600,000 Palestinians. The relentless bombardment of Gaza by Israeli forces, the level of civilian casualties and the wholesale destruction of neighborhoods continue to mount and are deeply alarming. Well, okay. It just is. It just shows you, you know how how twisted and how wrong the world is on so many fronts here. Uh, there's been a massive rocket barrage on Tel Aviv, leaving over a million Israelis now scrambling for shelter. You know, I, th- this is why I don't think people understand. If you've not been to Israel, or if you haven't taken the time to pull out a map and look at it, I mean, you're looking at uh, in terms of geographic area, the size of New Jersey and you have 9 million people and and Tel Aviv in particular by the Mediterranean it's a beautiful city when it's not under a rocket barrage but a fighting appears to be ramping up as Hamas is launching you know another massive barrage at Israel you know wounding many we don't know how many may have died in this but now more than a million people are running for shelter 
Uh, Biden is preparing for mass evacuations of Americans from the Middle East. I'm getting a little sick and tired of hearing Joe Biden pleading with the Israelis. Oh, just wait. You know, don't don't respond right away. Why? So world um, understanding everything I'm reading now is, oh, do you see what the Israelis did as if this happened in a vacuum? It did. It happened as a result of the terror campaign that they did not want to have brought into their lives. They did not want that to happen. They don't want war. They didn't start this war. And the fact that this world opinion, media mob opinion is so twisted and lacking any sense of of moral justice or clarity is beyond my comprehension. You have Iran-backed terror groups preparing to escalate their attacks on U.S. troops. You know, is anyone paying attention to the U.S. troops that have been under fire in the Middle East and U.S. personnel and forces under attack? Well, where, where do you think that's all coming from? And then that gets to the heart of the question. Do you go right at the head of the snake? The snake's head would be Iran. They're the ones that are funding all of this terrorism. They're the ones fighting all the proxy wars. They're the number one state sponsor of terror. But they're now trying to escalate. Even fake news CNN has reported the red lights flashing everywhere as, as Biden is begging Israel not to fight back and to delay their incursion. Israel doesn't have the luxury of waiting much longer because all they're doing is giving their enemies more times to more time to prepare. And the Iranian backed terror groups are now planning to expand their attacks on U.S. troops in the Mideast. U.S. intelligence that Iranian backed militia groups are planning to ramp ramp up attacks on all forces all over the Mideast. Quote, we see a prospect for a much more significant escalation against U.S. forces and personnel in the near term, one official quoted as saying. And let's be clear about this. The road leads back to Iran. Iran is funding the arms, the equipment, the training, the militias, the proxy forces. Oh, where do they get their money from? Oh, the likes of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. There are red lights flashing everywhere, according to another official on the ground. Iran has attacked U.S. troops 78 times without one single response and barely a mention from your president, Joe Biden. New York Post had this uh, this out today, which kind of tells you everything you need to know about Biden's decision to prioritize, you know, a relationship with the number one state sponsor of terror, which never made sense. And we still have we, we don't have full assurance that the six billion dollars that he moved into a bank account in Qatar is is going to be frozen and unavailable to the Iranians because they're claiming they will have access to it and they'll use it any way they want. But these Iranian backed militias are now shooting at American troops in Iraq, Syria, and they've gotten away with it. And the president has barely uttered a word on it. And as of yesterday morning, the militias targeted U.S. bases with attack drones for the third time in a week. And the Pentagon says Iran is, yeah, ultimately responsible. Well, you think? It's not that hard. And now, of course, you know, we've, we've got to get the ever so smart, the genius Barack Obama, who, who started the idiocy of trying to have normal relations with a with a, a terror state, Iran. He's warning Israel not to overreact to Hamas's brutal attack. Here's the question the media needs to ask Barack Hussein Obama. Hey, Barack, question. This would be the equivalent based on populations of 38,000 Americans killed in a single day. Would you warn you if you were president, you wouldn't you would you wouldn't react to that? You wouldn't want to fight back. You wouldn't want to protect your country. 
the people of your country? You know, given his well-known hostility to the state of Israel, I guess Obama couldn't contain his anger. You know, he's been relatively silent over the last two and a half years. But yesterday, after mouthing a few platitudes about supporting Israel, Obama then channeled, you know, his, his radicalism. The world is watching closely as events in the region unfold, and any Israeli military strategy that ignores the human costs could ultimately backfire. Israel has been telling the people in Gaza to get out or die. For two weeks now, how much longer do they have to keep warning people before they have to do what they have to do so that all of the rocket fire, the tens and tens, and I'm not overstating it, this is not hyperbole, the tens and tens of thousands of rockets fired in Israel begin to end. This is not complicated. You don't have to be a genius here. You know, it's Israel's effort to defeat Hamas in the south and and having to deal with Hezbollah in the north and saber rattling from Iran is a big enough heavy enough lift you know it's you know Biden I guess was right to link these two battles last week talking about Ukraine and whatever I'm I'm not sure what level he was particularly right on but then we got, you know, the media mob in this country. Look what look what they did with all the lies and propaganda they spread over this hospital attack that never happened. And just took the word of Hamas propagandists. New York Magazine, by the way, is now moving to front a crowded field in the race among American media mob to be the most helpful to Hamas. You got one of their senior writers put out a series of tweets in the days right after the Hamas attacks, insanely blaming Zionists, how do you blame Israel when they were a victim? They weren't doing anything. They were just, you know, some kids were going to a concert in their own country. In the dark at night, they're attacked, 260 of them killed, murdered, slaughtered even. You know, wait till they find out Zionists could have saved hundreds of thousands of Jews from the chambers and decided not to, this idiot writer at New York Magazine says. You know, wow, referring to the Hungarian Rudolf Kastner who bribed Nazis to let an Auschwitz-bound train with about 1,700 Jews on board to go free. Years later, Kastner emigrated to Israel, you know, was blamed for not having alerted more people, whatever. But that's, that's what they're talking about. New York Post editorial today really hit this hard and rightly calls these people Hamas apologists. And why did this writer for New York Magazine deploy his ugly wordplay in the face of these historical facts? We suspect it's to imply that Israeli Jews today are guilty for Hamas atrocities. And they have another writer, some guy, Eric Levitz. Last night I asserted that this report indicated the babies were beheaded. This was an overstatement. I should have said the report established that babies were found headless, a fact that lends plausibility to claims of beheading, but which does not prove them. He tweets over the weekend. Oh, you need more evidence than beheaded babies? Really, that wasn't enough for you? I'm crying out loud. You know, I know people will kill me for saying this, but maybe maybe Piers Morgan was right. Taylor and Travis are the lovable lovebirds that this country needs right now. Maybe the world needs. People are mad that I even say that. I mean, we need some distraction. 
comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, 25 to the top of the hour. We have some good news. We've been telling you all about the mission of preborn and how they use the science. Of, they use the science of, and what they're finding is expecting moms, they give them a free 4D ultrasound, and then moms get introduced to the magic of birth, the miracle of birth growing inside them, and they hear heartbeats, and they see facial features, and they can count fingers and toes, and lo and behold, what do you know? The more moms that if they were thinking about abortion, they're not thinking about it after that. And then they're there for counseling. And then they offer other medical services. And then they offer, you know, after a baby's born, if you need help with formula, diapers, whatever, counseling, they're there for that too. They don't get one penny from the government, not a cent. They offer mother's maternity clothes, doctor visits. They help them to, you know, whatever they're going to need to choose life. And that's the good news. They don't get a penny from the government like Planned Parenthood. The only way this great mission continues is through your generosity anyway look every ultrasound is 28 bucks and you know what the ultrasound machines are expensive and they need as many of those as they can possibly have and open up as many clinics because they're doing such great work there are two ways you can donate uh dial pound 250 say the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby or go to their website it's preborn.com slash sean that's preborn.com slash sean all right, it's that simple. Great organization, great work. So I want to go back some, you know, when you look at the map of where Israel is, so you have, you know, to the north you got Lebanon. You know, if you look at Israel to the south, you have Egypt. Um, you know, th th that would be the path, the easiest path uh, for Palestinians to get to you know, some type of safety. Egypt is is just like Jordan and just like Saudi Arabia. They've all been unwilling to to bring in or take on any of the refugee population. Then you've then you've got Syria. You know, but every one of these groups has ties to terrorism. The one thing they seem to all have in common is their ties to Iran. That's why they're the number one state sponsor of terror. That's why you know Hezbollah you know, also called, quote, the party of God, you know, chosen directly by the Iranian Ayatollah Khomeini. 1,500 Revolutionary Guards sent to train their fighters. That group has become a, sh a shadow nation inside of Lebanon, used by Iran to attack Israel and prop up Assad in Syria during the Syrian civil war. And since the Hamas attack, Hezbollah has been firing rockets into Israel from the north, while Gaza and Hamas are doing it in the south. And anyway, they have they have threatened in the north to launch another full uh, full on assault uh, of northern Israel 
if, in fact, Israel does go to Gaza. Now, I know Israel's capable of fighting a two-front war. That would not be their first rodeo. But again, then in the south where we saw the, these terror attacks take, take place, you know, originally the Islamic resistant movement, you know, close ties to Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood, control of Gaza, exercises influence in the West Bank, and even despite their religious differences with Iran, you know, Shia versus Sunni, the, the group shares the goal of exterminating Israel, which is why Hamas has, has gotten... You know, the report of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, their Quds forces, and of course the weaponry and the rockets that have been fired into Israel and the other weaponry that they've used to take hostages and, and engage in this terrorist attack. And then if you go even further, you have the Islamic Jihad, you know, of the West Bank. Use sometimes an ally, sometimes a rival of Hamas, but also they get their funding from what? From Iran. And they seek to overthrow Israel. And over the weekend, that Israeli airstrike, you know, hit a command center being used by both Hamas and, you know, and others in the West Bank, a sign that the, the West Bank could be used to attack Israel as it commits troops to Gaza. So in other words, if, if they go south, they're going to get hit from the north. Uh, you know, King Abdullah of Jordan, he, he wants nothing to do with any of these Palestinian refugees and has had oh, historically friendly relations with the U.S. Uh, Iran has not liked it, just like as the Saudis have moved a little closer to recognizing and having better relations with Israel. You know, in large part, there are many that have speculated that's what started this latest uprising. And, of course, we, all, we know all about Assad of Syria. You know, they're Iran's closest ally, especially since they were both aligned against Iraq Saddam Hussein during the Iran-Iraq war and during the Syrian civil war in 2011 Iran helped keep Assad in power by providing him technical support personnel arms Syria claims Israel has dropped bombs on their airports in Syria likely to disrupt the flow of Iranian supplies and weapons you know so they're dragging themselves into it we have Americans being attacked inside Iraq and inside of Syria and that's been going on in the middle of all of this and then if you think things can't get worse, then you, you go down to Yemen, which is south of Saudi Arabia. And Islamic rebels there wishing to overthrow the government of Yemen. And their slogan is, God is great, death to the U.S., death to Israel, curse the Jews, and victory for Islam. Now, they were the proxy fighters for Iran against the Saudis at the time. And they backed the rebels, you know, fighting the Saudis, which support the current president. And last week, the Houthis fired nine cruise missiles, 15 drones towards Israel over just a nine-hour period. So they're involving themselves. And then, you know, then you got Iran out there on their own, you know, the, the largest Shia Muslim population in the world with a massive geographic area behind them. And, you know, the Shia Crescent, as King Abdullah II of Jordan called them, coining the term. And, you know, and it goes on from there. I'm not even mentioning all of the different groups. But it's, you know, they're, they're basically nothing but proxy puppets that are doing the bidding of Iran. The one connection to everything is Iran. That's why the head of the snake is Iran. The IDF actually has a 43-minute, I wish I could show this on TV. Maybe we could put it on the website with a warning. 
but they have a 43-minute compilation of Hamas's surprise terror attack on, on, you know, that happened October 7th that killed 1,400. And it's, it's gruesome, according to people that I know that have seen it. I have not seen it all yet. The horrific videos, pictures shared with journalists containing very graphic evidence of Hamas's gunning down, torturing, decapitating civilians during their invasion across Gaza on the 7th. One video showing the, the moment that a group of terrorists disguised as IDF soldiers flagged down passing cars before shooting the occupants. The bodies are then dragged out of the vehicles, left on the side of the road, with the Hamas members then seen robbing the victims' belongings from the you know bullet-ridden cars. Another video showing a captured member of Hamas admitting the terrorists you know, became animals when carrying out their orders to slaughter and terrorize people across Israel. It's a thing a person doesn't do, beheading people. Sex with dead bodies, they report, meaning the body of a, a dead young woman. The terrorist said in the video published, you know, by this Israeli public broadcaster. It's not humans that do this. Although the Hamas operative said he knew that Islam forbids the killing of women and children and seniors. He explained that he and others were told to ignore that and enter every Israeli home that they could with the intent to shoot anybody that's in that house. In the mosque, they tell us to take mercy on women and children. In Hamas, they tell us to kill, massacre them everywhere. The attacker then, again, this is on this tape, said fellow terrorists also told to stomp on people's heads and behead them, likening this group to ISIS. And uh, another video reviewed by reporters showing that the moment one victim was brutally beheaded using a shovel, another incident where a father was killed by a grenade in front of his two boys as Hamas soldiers enjoy a drink, in the bloody aftermath, daddy's dead. This is, this is not a prank, one of his, the sons yells. Why am I alive? And the sickening images don't, don't stop there. It just doesn't. Israel attempts to you know, stomp out the skepticism about the attack. And the media just continues to say, oh, well, what about what the, the, the Israelis are bombing and they're fighting back? They're fighting back for their mere existence. I, I guess it's probably the... The most shocking thing in all of this is the lack of simple, basic, fundamental, moral clarity. It's just missing. Now, they did release two more hostages. I think this is all a propaganda effort so that, you know, that that might delay the ground incursion. But to me, that's just buying them more time to prepare and to rearm and to booby trap. Anyway, there's a classified briefing on Iran, apparently to be held in a house gift that was taking place right around this, this hour. Uh, you have other Iranian-backed terror groups increasing their attack, attacks on U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq. The Pentagon is saying they're going to hold Iran responsible for the attacks. Well, what are they going to do? Because the president barely mentions them. John Kirby saying that the U.S. will take our national security interests very, very seriously in the region. Well, that, that, that's what does that mean? When are you going to act? When are there? When is there a consequence to be paid? And when will you show us the secret deal that guarantees the six billion that Joe wanted to give Iran doesn't get to Iran? It's pretty unbelievable. Now, we do have a Border Patrol memo sounding the alarm on Hamas, Hezbollah fighters potentially using 
our southern border to enter the U.S. Is anyone paying attention to that? Uh, I've been saying it almost every day. We better be on the lookout here because these borders, thanks to Joe, are wide open. Biden says we can talk about Israel. We can't talk about we can talk about an Israeli Hamas ceasefire after the hostages are released. Really? What we're going to let them release one, two at a time for the next two years, and and then then Israel can fight back. You know, a lot of this, you know, all these concerns about the U.S. the the Israel's plan of action in Gaza. Their plan has got to be to remove Gaza as a launching pad moving forward forever now what is the, what form of manifestation does that take on i don't know the answer maybe just to push them out and push them back i don't know certainly the longer this continues and the right of israel to defend itself and protect its country it might mean there's not going to be much to return to in gaza but that wouldn't be Israel's fault. That's Hamas's fault. That's Iran's fault. The IDF, share, you know, showing all these videos. But don't worry, you have, you know, we have the Hamas caucus in Washington led by Congresswoman Tlaib tripling down on, that the Hamas hospital narrative casts doubt on findings from the Biden administration. She still believes the hospital is up and it hasn't been hit and this woman just continues to just use this propaganda as if it's gospel truth, and she's wrong. The U.S. now is only planning mass evacuations from the Middle East. Not sure what that means. There is some internal anger, apparently, in Israel over why they're delaying the invasion of Gaza. You know, you got it's 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 very complicated. The U.S. is making those plans to get, I guess, some people evacuated. I'm not sure where people are going. I'm not sure what people they're talking about. We have other intelligence that was reported on that shows the Iranian-backed militias are ready to ramp up their attacks against U.S. forces. I hope Joe's paying attention to that part because that would be a very important part of the equation. Um, it's, it's just there's nothing good here. Nothing. And the only answer I see is just ask yourself, if America lost 38,000 Americans, our fellow Americans in a day, would you care what any other country was trying to get you to do to stand down? I don't think, we, I don't think we'd give a flying rip what other countries had to say. We'd say probably mind your own business. You know, U.S. troops, the Pentagon officials, they were even saying attacks on U.S. troops have Iranian fingerprints all over it. What's Joe going to do? When is he going to speak out against Iran? Why is there this obsession with the likes of Obama and Biden and other Democrats? Their obsession in, in getting along with the number one state sponsor of terror. What did we not learn anything from the 9-11 Commission report? They're at war with us and we're not at war with them. Now we're getting lectures from the United Nations, you know, somehow justifying these terrorist attacks. Why are we funding this organization? Why do we fund the WHO? Why are we, the suckers, paying all the money for the Paris Accords, the World Economic Forum, all these globalist organizations? What America ought to be doing right now is building up our military and preparing to be energy dominant 
and never rely on, on one barrel of oil ever again in our history for the Middle East. Senator Ted Cruz warning about Iranian spies in the Biden administration. One of the greatest national security scandals ever, he said. He says he, he believes that they are in the Biden administration, people that, who have had direct access to classified information. White House having placed the former envoy to Iran, Robert Malley, on leave during an investigation that included his security clearance being suspended. What you just mentioned with O'Malley remains one of the greatest national security scandals in our nation's history. And he's right. Top Biden official. The Israeli-Gaza war could spiral into a bigger conflict. Gee, you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. 800-941-SHAWN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.